Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the big R speaking. Debbie will be joining us shortly, but first something a little different. Can you guess what sound this is? Come on, anyone? The only one thing smells like bacon. That's bacon! 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 Hey there, and welcome to the Hazelnut. Hi there, welcome to show number 10. I hope you're ready for it, because this is all about... Candied, crispy, fried, baked, all rolled up into one. It's a show all about bacon. Coming up right now. While it's cooking, we would love to know. Leave us voicemail at 206-350-8763. Email us hazelnuts at acbradio.org on twitter at acb hazelnuts how are you yeah how are you how are you Hope everybody's i'm trying to good. remember were there any things left over from last week that we wanted to say uh, it seems like there was something in my mind that I knew I wanted to say. Those are a few half-baked thoughts. I guess. Well, <laughs> so we're right going to go there. from bacon to bacon. We're going to go from bacon to bacon. I got a little riddle for you. Okay. What comes in a can, all wrapped up in cloth, and is Danish? Hmm. Wrapped in a cloth. Yep. Wrapped in and in cloth. It's salty. You can take it. Around. You can take it camping with you. You can cook it on a camping stove if you want. Hmm. Goes really good with pancakes. Yeah, yeah. it comes in a can. Mm-hmm. And what was the other it's, main? It's Danish. Danish. Yeah, it comes, comes from Denmark. Oh. And I've only hmm. seen one brand of it, and I don't even remember the brand of it right now, but I'm sure if you Google it up, you'll be able to find it. And you can eat it on sandwiches with tomato, and it's... It must uh, be something about bacon. It's bacon! bacon it's bacon! Okay, I've never heard of it's, bacon like that, It's though. whole strips of bacon. Oh, wow. Wrapped in cloth, and you... Oh, I've never heard of that. You pull it out of the can, and it's just Ooh. encased in, like, this oily, fatty substance, which... Oh, doesn't, wow. Doesn't, which preserves it, I'm sure. Um, but well, it's so good. I don't know if I told you, Randy, but I have to tell this funny story. Last week, we were watching Family Feud, and there was a question. I think it was like, what food, if if there was a, a favorite uh, food that could be turned into a perfume that would attract a lover, what would that food be? And people said things like chocolate and different things. And Miss Dez, my roommate, started yelling out, bacon, bacon, <laughs> bacon, bacon, say bacon. God. And the people weren't saying it. And finally they did. But in the meantime, my dog, Megan, was in the room, you know, like like down the hall. And all of a sudden she came running like she thought we were calling her. And... So I said, oh, she has a new name. So then a little while later, I picked up her leash and I said, okay, bacon, come. <laughs> and she did, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. That could be my new nickname. I got to remember to splash some of that on and see what I attract. 
<laughs> That'd probably be like ants or yeah, maybe I don't know <laughs> or some kind of bug. But I could just oh, picture it. Gosh, that's funny. To tell you the truth, if my foot were wrapped up in bacon, I'd eat it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure it wouldn't be the first or the last time you've ever put your foot in your mouth. No, I'm sure. I, I think I just did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure it'll be time, time after time after time, well, especially on this show. Oh, yeah. I was so oh. hoping to cook. Uh, I've been asked to make my quiche, and I will for some show, but our oven is broken still. And um, it has been just another very crazy week with technology. So, oh, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I didn't get to cook for this show, but it's okay. Um, it really is uh, because because there's tons of stuff to talk about. Oh, there's so many things to talk about. Maybe we should get into the not that you should do or don't not not depending on what we what we have to say or you know just take it with a grain of bacon. So, <laughs> <laughs> grain of bacon. There's controversy about nitrates. Yes, there and is. And salt and mm-hmm. pork. Um, well, yeah, the nitrates are controversial. I mean, a lot of people say stay away. They're cancer-causing. Yeah, and we're not here to tell you they are or they aren't, but we're just doing, talking about stuff. We just love bacon, oh, I have to man. say. I mean, I I know sausage is good and, you know, there are times that I eat and may <laughs> not get into having bacon all the time, but... It is it is one of those foods that I enjoy year round and but anyway I have found a couple of sources for getting it where it's where it's I guess considered more organic or with I have we have one place locally that we can get it that doesn't have nitrates it's so good it almost tastes like beef with a hint of the smoke taste mm-hmm. it's such good meat I got a couple questions for you do you like your bacon thin or thick mm-hmm. and do you like it more chewy or crispy yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> and i'll tell you why okay oh boy here we go <laughs> there are certain times when i like it more crisp and other times depending on what dishes i'm eating it with or mm-hmm. in or on like a, if i'm eating a, let's say a blt and i should tell you a couple of my favorite sandwiches too um or if i'm eating a club then i like it crisp okay you know that's that's what i like now mm-hmm. there's also a favorite sandwich that i really like that i don't really eat too often and i really shouldn't tell you this sandwich because i started eating it in the 70s a friend of mine recommended that I should try this and it really probably doesn't sound that great but honest to goodness it's so good and I don't eat them that often but what it is is a uh, crisp bacon with uh, like whole grain toast I've always I usually don't vary from that I've always liked whole grain breads mm-hmm. with a <laughs> little uh, sour cream and some slices of onion and bacon oh, <laughs> oh my <laughs> god oh that is so good but just but, uh, and at the same time, let me tell you, I have outlived three of my doctors already. <laughs> I love it. But um, that's yeah. so good. And if a little, if you want to like get good up a notch, eh, uh, you can mm-hmm. use uh, top the tater instead of sour cream. Do you know what that Yum. is? Top, top the tater. Yes, yes. with, with uh, the chives. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yep. And so just imagine a bacon 
a sandwich with onion oh. and uh, top the tater on whole grain bread. Oh, <laughs> just, toasted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bread. Yeah. This man is cruel. You realize this. <laughs> I mean, he's tormenting me. Yes. Good. All of us, actually. Well, I actually like my bacon not so crisp. It seems to me that when a lot of people make it crisp, it's bordering on being burned. Um, and I like cookies to be like that. They can be almost burned a little bit, you know. But but bacon, I almost almost like it on the chewy side, maybe, or at least medium, but not so crisp. Then let me give you a recipe since you uh, <laughs> since we are talking about more of a chewy <laughs> bacon, and since we aren't going to cook, let's launch into <laughs> one of my favorite recipes. Then okay. Now this recipe. <laughs> was given to my dad from his mom who got it from her mom and uh so we're we're talking about the 1800s here you know mm-hmm. and so i've altered it i don't even know what to call this because it's um it doesn't really have a name that that's been altered as well i call them bacon rolls actually for lack of a better word they started off originally in a frying pan and they have since moved from a frying pan to a crock pot to a pressure cooker. Wow! So uh, there are a number of ways you can do these. Now, if you don't, if you have a, if you don't like the heat, get out of the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's funny at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> that would have been perfect if we were panning. Well, it would have been yes. Oh God! Um, you can. You can then you can either use a pressure cooker, and if you're not used to a pressure cooker, then move on over to the crock pot, because mm-hmm. they they equate very well to all of these. But in all fairness, I guess I have to say, <clears throat> over the years since I've tried this recipe in particular, I think I like them best in the pressure cooker. And I don't, I don't think Debbie, you've uh, actually I've never used a pressure cooker. Never used no. one. Then I I really have to recommend an electric pressure cooker for those yeah. of you who. <laughs> I want to get into the art of pressure cooking because there's, in my humble opinion, and I usually don't try to state them too often, <laughs> um, pressure cooking electrically is just They have them wonderful. on eBay, the talking pressure cookers. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I wonder how much they are. I heard from someone that there were a couple of, there were like 20 and $30 and so they they uh, contacted the person to find out the difference, and the person said, "Oh, we just put them up there with different prices to see which one or ones sold." <laughs> oh God! So well, yeah. If you if you can if you think that you might want to try one, I highly recommend. Yeah. I, I don't have a talking one, but I've got one that beeps. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And the things that you can cook in are just amazing. The steak and bacon is, are they're very simple. But they do take a little bit of craft. Kind of have to be careful because it involves cutting. And, and so, you know, we all tell you to be careful. <clears throat> but what you do is you take a... I usually take a whatever pound of steak that I have mm. uh, and the same amount of bacon. So if, let's say you have two pounds of steak, you want two pounds of bacon. Okay. And what I do is I take thick cut bacon lay it down so I can measure the length of a piece of steak that I'm going to use. For cutting meat, I usually like a pair of uh, heavy-duty meat scissors. 
cut my uh, <clears throat> steak or chicken or whatever. You don't have to, but it's it's really easy for me to do that. Mm-hmm. So I take my steak and cut it the length of the bacon. And then I take the bacon and I lay it on top of the steak. And then I just roll them up so the bacon is on the outside. Uh-huh. And then I stick a toothpick in them, or maybe two, <coughs> two depending on you know how large the rolls are, so mm-hmm. that they hold together. And so you have this wonderful little roll. Mm-hmm. Now, when you when you have you know a whole bunch of them all rolled up, let's say twenty, thirty, mm-hmm. fifty, because you're, you're going to like them if you try them. You uh, make a dredge now. Debbie, you know very well what that is, and want to want to explain what that is. You're, uh, well, you're dipping them down into the flour, right? Flour and, and a little seasoned salt. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or pepper, and you know, mix it up with your fingers and make it what's called a dredge out of them, and then you roll the the rolls in this dredge, and then you want to brown them off. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is in your pressure cooker, there's a browning cycle, or you can brown them in a frying pan. Right. Or you can, yeah. if you're going to put them in a crock pot, they still have to be browned in some manner. So whatever. You can brown them on the stove. I usually brown on the stove first and then put things in the crock pot. Mm-hmm. Same here. But- <clears throat> now with the pressure cooker's browning cycle, you can easily do it in the pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. And you can feel when things are browned. They oh, sh- feel different than and, when they're not. And they sound different. Yes. And then you flip them over and brown them on the other side. Mm-hmm. And then you transfer them off. Now, logically, you should uh, take all that wonderful, <laughs> those bacon drippings, although mm-hmm. uh, you should toss them because you want to try yeah. to get as much that grease off if you can. <clears throat> but we were talking in the 1920s and 30s where people just didn't do that. And so I grew up. Not doing it, but um, luckily I don't well, have any heart issues or anything. So. Don't people put those drippings on things like collard greens oh, or, yeah. or wilted lettuce, mm-hmm. which is an interesting I, – I remember people trying to get me to eat wilted lettuce, and I kept being polite and not saying anything but avoiding it, and they laughed at me because mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was the outside of the lettuce in the grocery store that didn't look so good. You oh, know? I, I see. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was the bacon grease on top of lettuce, and that's why they called it wilted lettuce. Ah. It was very funny. Yeah, and this is far from fact. It's it's so good when you, you know, if you get the right combination of well, wilted lettuce, you know. we've talked here. I like a little bit of that bacon grease, not a lot, but just enough. To flavor the scrambled egg, mm-hmm. yeah. I yeah. mean, just just a tiny, tiny bit will will flavor them. All right. So then, after they're browned, and after you get rid of your most of your drippings, most of them, <laughs> mm-hmm. what I do then is I lay down a bed of onions. I just take onions and chop oh. them up, put them in the bottom of your either your crock pot or your pressure cooker or your frying pan. Oh. And in the pressure cooker, bring it up to pressure. You just put your food in the pressure cooker. And you want to cook it for about, oh, in the pressure cooker, it's about a half an hour. Mm-hmm. And in the frying pan, it probably takes you about an hour and a half. And I'm talking about a really low simmer. So in the crock pot, it's probably several hours. Yeah, in the crock pot, you can go four hours without any problem on mm-hmm. on high and maybe six, seven on low. Yeah. When they are done, you take the drippings from the... Oh, and the steak, I should tell you, uh, the best one I found is actually a round steak. Mm-hmm. Round steak for the 
you know, it's gotten pretty expensive, but it's really good flavor. Any steak will do, and I usually take my steak and I score it. Now, do you know what scoring is? Um, a lot of people might not know what that might be. Where you're making little, like, slits. Yep. Slits in it with a serrated knife. Mm-hmm. And that helps to take hold the get the uh, hold the marinade. Yes, or, or whatever, yeah, or, or, or the rub. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now I've got what's called a Denny's meat tenderizer. You push the handle down, and it 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 pin pricks the meat, mm-hmm. and it is such a cool device. Oh man, does that sound good? It really does, and uh, it creates what's known as flavor channels in the meat. Mm. All right. So once your Ugh. once your bacon steak roll ups are are made you take them out you transfer them onto a plate or whatever um bowl whatever you want to put them into then you take all those wonderful drippings and you make a gravy out of them and do the bake do the onions come out with onions these? come out comes out with it and you can leave a few in the gravy if you want i like onions mm-hmm. in my gravy you know, mm-hmm. I, to make a gravy you just add uh, salt pepper water flour and mm-hmm. the mixed or a little corn a little cornstarch. Corn yeah. Yeah. I like to add kitchen bouquet when I make gravy. Well, that sounds good. Oh, it's so good. It's and then you just, mm. let that boil up, and then you put that whole, or you put the the gravy on. Now here's here's the secret. Mm. We were talking about earlier, know, a couple of shows back about ricing potatoes, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, if you make rice potatoes with this and put this the mixture of the, the gravy and a few of the onions in mm. on those rice potatoes. Oh, man. And some green beans. Oh. You have a wonderful meal. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if you like steak and bacon, you just can't go wrong with that recipe. And that's, mm-hmm. all, that's all there is to it. That sounds really, really good. Oh. And to make yourself less guilty feeling, just eat a salad along with it and less of the bacon there rolls. And then I'll come over and eat the rest of yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, that's I one of my favorites. i always, for years, liked thinner bacon. Mm-hmm. And only in the last couple, two or three years, because I used to get a really good bacon in Atlanta at this mm-hmm. farmer's market. And it was really high quality, um, I guess, organic. It was just fabulous. And then when I came here, we found another place that has has it here. And we get it in the thick cut. And, wow, now I don't want to go back to the thinner cut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Well, I like it thicker uh, myself because if you put it on the Opti or the George Foreman or mm-hmm. uh, or if you – Oh, there's so many ways of cooking bacon. Um, I, your bacon tends to shrivel up so much uh, as a rule that uh, if you have thin bacon, it will <coughs> disappear on you quickly. But you did a soundbite about that a few weeks ago about um, cooking bacon and keeping it from shriveling. Have you been doing that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's well, yeah, with I, water? I, I listen to yeah. my soundbite. Bite, bite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh huh, and I've really found a great secret for uh, cooking bacon. If you don't want to cook it on the grill, and I'm sure you probably do the same thing as you cook it in the oven. I cook it in the oven, but I have to tell you, I also cook it in the <clears throat> microwave. microwave. Mm-hmm. And and what I do is kind of interesting because I don't like to do a lot in the microwave. But mm-hmm. I take a paper plate. And I put a paper towel on it. Mm-hmm. I put my bacon strips on the paper plate, and then I cover that with. And I try to, if I can't fit them all 
so that they're not overlapping, so that they're not touching each other, then some of them might even actually curl um, or, you know, like not be, some of them might not be totally flat going across. Uh, some of them might either stick out a little off the ends or they might be um, curled a little bit on the side, on their side mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's totally covered with paper towel. Mm-hmm. I stick it in the oven. In Larry's oven, I figured one minute per slice. Mm-hmm. Here in this microwave, um, like if there are four big slices, I figure five minutes. Yeah. If there are three big slices for three people, that would be nine pieces of bacon. So I would figure ten minutes for all that to cook. Mm-hmm. And if it's That's still not, not right. done, I add another like 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's the same way. Now you can get bacon makers to go into your microwave. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. And, and you can also get pre-cooked bacon that you put into your microwave. Yeah, you can. Um, uh, it's expensive. It, I don't. It, it is. And if you and it's, if you get a hint that I don't care much for it, I mm-hmm. don't. I really yeah. don't. I um, know. I I had to convince uh, my friend. You know, come on now. Um, yeah. It's really expensive, and it's little pieces mm-hmm. little shrivelly mm-hmm. pieces but you can i mean and you can get your bacon bits in jars and mm-hmm. and have that on hand we have that on hand for salads or mm-hmm. baked potatoes yeah nothing wrong with that at all Mm-mm. the uh, favorite way that i i think that i do it hardly any fuss at all is to put it in an oven at 400 degrees for 20 to 30 minutes yep mm-hmm. in fact i have a, a grill pan cast iron grill pan that I love to cook it in. And that's a pan that has lots of little like rivets and divots in the bottom of it, little channels Mm -hmm. so that your meat is not totally on the bottom, not sitting in the grease. Right. And uh, I like to use that. I do mine on a rack. Okay. Um, On a, usually on a big uh, cookie sheet. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I let it sit a while afterwards so that the cleanup is mm-hmm. easier. Yeah. Because otherwise, oh, man, I have, I've made some pretty good bacon messes in my day. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but you can also line a uh, baking pan with parchment paper. Mm-hmm. And that way, you know, you can just pull that off of your pan and toss it. Yep. And then you don't have as much cleanup. You don't. But no matter how much you try, you just cannot. You get still rid have of it. some. Yeah, mm-hmm. you sure do. Yep. You know, you can also use a pan if you want with a press for making bacon. Oh right, I think they used to call that. I think they used to call it a bacon boy. Mm-mm-mm. That's what they call me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the big R. <laughs> bacon boy. <laughs> a press is a big round or square. Mm-hmm. Big piece of glass with a handle right in the center of it that you can yep. pull up on, and that mm-hmm. flattens your bacon in the pan. So when you have it on moderate heat, it <clears> flattens <throat> the bacon out, and you don't have to turn it over and mess right. with it. Um, and you know, if you if you don't want to do it any other way, a bacon press is really way to go, especially if you're low vision or blind. There's not much you can really do to turn out bad bacon. I used to have those. I had one that was glass. I had one that was aluminum and had little holes in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
Yeah, I mean, that was the idea of, oh, you don't have to turn your bacon, and that's great. Um, but, um, and occasionally I've done it where I've turned it with a fork, and it will splatter more, and, and you know, it's, it's I don't know, it's, it can be harder to flip and all that. But I think part of the idea of, of cooking it on the stove for a lot of people is that when they take their bacon out and they put it somewhere to drain, that's, that's where they cook their eggs Mm -hmm. in that, in that grease. Mm -hmm. So then you don't have to add any butter to the, to the eggs. And, you know, there you go. That's what, that's what some people do. Are there any doctors listening to this show? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, they'd be calling in right now. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I personally don't like nonstick cookware. I really think they often say when I've seen them selling it on TV, you know, you have to replace your cookware every few years because that stuff starts to come off. Um, yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I I want to use cookware that doesn't have that nonstick coating as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's why cast know? iron pans are so good. I love cast yes, iron pans. Yes, I love so. cast iron pans. They make really good steak and bacon roll-ups. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Well, you can even get cast iron Dutch ovens. Oh yeah, and oh yeah, all kinds of stuff, and those things you bake uh, little corn sticks in, and oh, wow. Oh gosh, what are those cast iron pans called? They're they're French, and I don't remember the names of them. I don't remember either, but I know you pour your corn meal, corn batter in them, and they look like little tiny corn cobs, kind of, mm-hmm. and oh, they're so good, um, and. Yeah, you just take them out and put butter on them. But I often bake my cornbread in an iron skillet mm-hmm. anyway. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've got one of those with a little, um, like a little oven mitt that goes over the handle so you can pick it. Oh, wow. So you can nice. just pick that up, you know. and Yeah, you can bring it, it right your, to the table. Yeah. Mm. And just eat corn, carve it up and eat it right at the table. So, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> with your bacon. <laughs> with bacon, yeah. <laughs> And you could probably put bits of bacon in that cornbread. Oh, oh. <laughs> there you go. Um, now, there was a part in the show that I didn't have time to put in last week, but I have made uh, bacon cheese in uh, oh. loaves of bread in my bread machine. Oh, yeah. And I didn't mm-hmm. put that in, but that's that's really good, too. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So, well, and this, I like um, when you said about sandwiches, I like. Uh, I haven't done it in a while, but like taking, oh, either bread, an English muffin or bagel or good toast and um, putting just butter on it and bacon and making a sandwich that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, there's oh so many good... man. Um, I was just reading, um, I know this is not a tech show, but in the latest, oh, I, I got to insert this. Do you, <laughs> do you know, you know. Uh, we were talking about iPhones a little while. Um, a lot of people think that iOS stands for something else, but I really know what it stands for. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I odore strips of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I odore. <laughs> iOS, right? 
Oh, gosh. We just hit version 9 of the operating system oh. for iPhones. <clears throat> and <clears throat> one of my favorite things uh, in the iOS uh, operating system is the news app that's built in. Yes. And uh, just before the show, oh. I, <laughs> I did a search for bacon. I got like three channels and 40 results. Oh, my gosh. And it just... Well, wow. So cool. That is cool. Yeah. On Kindle... Um, I have a book called Fifty Shades of Bacon. <laughs> no, funny no, title. more she said. <laughs> more bacon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it has bacon for, you know, anything you can imagine, mm-hmm. including sweet things like bacon fudge and, you know, bacon, bacon cookies, you know, with chocolate and other things in them i mean it's just amazing bacon and cakes oh. bacon and frostings oh, i mean it man. has yeah that sounds really good when i was teaching cooking class as a secondary cooking instructor i got to work with an individual who really liked bacon i by the way i just went out to lunch with him he's the guy that uh, works for the oh he was a co- he's a cook in a hotel i don't remember the name of it right now I'll tell That's you right. what. That shows how much I pay attention to my ex-students. But <laughs> Well, if you ever can get to a Marriott for a brunch on a Sunday morning, that is one, if it's still what they're doing, that is one heck of a brunch for, oh, incredible food. Omelets cooked to order and just, oh, wonderful. I hear brunch really <clears throat> is really calorie laden um, because it's you know, yes you know, <laughs> that's, oh yes that's they are that's why I haven't been in a long time mm-hmm. <laughs> but oh are they fun I love them I like sparkling <clears throat> wine with brunch and you know mm. um, when I was at an ACB convention I had such a great time because I, I'd go for brunch and I got treated like a king at these brunches and mm. I, I haven't treated like that in probably three years <laughs> oh wow <laughs> it's mm. so great it's like, would you mind if we sat with you? Because we like to hear your stories. And I said, yeah, come on, sit down. It was closer for them to bring me food then, you know. Oh, yeah. That was great. Before I forget, I'd like to mention, um, now, have you ever made appetizers with bacon in any form? I don't know that I have, but I know, I don't know that I've made them, but I have had, I don't know if they were chicken livers. And I'm, I mean, usually I don't want anything related uh, to liver. Hello, you're talking about romaki, aren't you? Not sure, but they were little things wrapped in bacon with toothpicks in them, and I didn't care if they were livers or what they were as long as they had bacon. <laughs> now, they have water chestnuts embedded in them? Yes, that's I ro- think they That's did. romaki. Okay. And that's for me. <laughs> okay. So good. They're wonderful. Um, yeah. First time I had them was in the 70s, I think, and I was... Went to this um, Chinese restaurant with a friend of mine, and uh, we sat down, and um, we were just about ready to order dinner. And my friend said, "Do you do you have romaki?" And I goes, "Well, yes, we do." So he brought over like I don't know, maybe six little romakis. Oh boy! <laughs> and I said, is, "You know, when, when I was done with them, I said, is there any way you can bring me like you know baskets continuously?' Oh. So good." <laughs> So let me tell you about this appetizer that I found that's really easy to fix and uh, you will really, if you like bacon, you'll really really like them. And there's maybe three ingredients that you can use and one of them is not edible. And what they are, are you take a plate 
just like Debbie was saying, with lined it with paper towels. You take your strips of bacon, doesn't matter if they're thick or thin, and you roll bacon around walnut halves. Oh. Stick them with a toothpick through the walnut halves, mm. and you cook them seven minutes, and mm. you, they come out, and then you let them cool a little bit, and you just pick them up by the toothpicks and munch them down. Wow, that's interesting. And they're good. Before we were recording, we started to talk about bacon crackers. And I know a man locally who designed a recipe that I think is a little bit different than the one that um, you were talking about. He takes club crackers Mm -hmm. and he puts a slice of bacon. Now, I would think if they're really thick cut, you wouldn't need to use a whole slice, but you you could cut Um, sections off and um, put it on the cracker and then I am trying to remember um, but I think he used a teaspoon of sugar on that and then um, brown or white do you know I I think it was maybe brown I think it was brown and baked them for an hour at maybe 200 Mm -hmm. Um, very low I had them and they were Wonderful, and I thought, what an easy thing to take somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, boy, you want to go somewhere and be the most popular person, you take something like that. Oh, people will be talking all night about how good that was. Oh yeah, I I <clears throat> made something like that. We were at a Christmas gathering. We took club crackers, bacon, and little Parmesan cheese, and I don't remember if it was honey or. With sugar now, and you could do it with a tiny, tiny just drizzle of maple syrup, mm-hmm. even. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow! And you, again, you bake it at low temperature, <clears throat> and you have got some hors d'oeuvres. Mm-hmm. Some really good. You could even put sprinkled uh, walnuts on top of that. Oh God, that just gets more decadent each time. <laughs> And some chocolate chips. <laughs> it really could. Crawl, crawl right in that oven there. and mm, Yeah. <laughs> oh, bacon on salads, bacon, um, club club sandwiches uh, with turkey, lettuce, and tomato. Um, mm-hmm. um, oh, also, um, uh, what do they call those? Um, Oh, sandwiches with powdered sugar on them with bacon and turkey and ham and oh, what's that oh, called? Oh, Monte Cristo. Yes. Yeah, and uh, and bacon on a baked potato. And, tw- mm. and twice bakes. Yep, and uh, yeah, and, and uh, or they sometimes take uh, French fries and, oh, I don't really like this, but they coat them with a lot of cheese and bacon. See, that's uh, weird because I, I wouldn't like that, though. I, no, I don't like that. It's too... Too rich. I don't want to taste more cheese than anything else. And you should probably mention it again before we go about your your uh, uh, green beans and bacon recipe. There might be people that hadn't listened to. Oh, yeah. When I make fresh green beans, you could do it with frozen too, but I and my mother used to do this. I add raw bacon and onion and butter. I add um, a little bit of water and I just – and I cook them. But – I cook them for a while, but not – well, I guess you could have it either way. You could cook them and not have them – you could have them crunchy. But actually, the longer you cook them, even though the beans are going to get soft, that's more of the southern way, the bacon is also going to be more cooked. But it's not going to taste like bacon 
that's fried or in the oven. It's going to taste more like a cooked meat that's, you know, in in with those vegetables. But the, oh, the smokiness and what that will do to the beans is just, oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. No, the recipe that I put, I just made um, this a couple of days ago, uh, the barbecued beans with the bacon inside of them mm. with uh, maple syrup. That's awfully good. And oh. we, we did put the recipe up on the shows a few weeks ago, if you guys listen. If you, if you haven't, we are podcasting. Would you like to have Cooking with the Hazelnuts as a podcast? You can subscribe manually. The URL is http colon slash slash acbradio.org slash hazelnuts.xml. Thank you for listening. So you can look at the, the past shows and and listen to your heart's content. I think, get, yeah, I think it was two recipes. shows ago. I think it was. It was beans to baking to bacon. <laughs> was it? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we are, what, show number 10 now? <clears throat> yeah, we are. Wow. So we've been going, what, for two and a half months. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm on my third computer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's really funny. <laughs> It's really sad, but it's really My funny. Third Windows machine in, in ten weeks. Yeah, see, we do such an intense show here. She goes through every three uh, shows. Uh, she has to switch to a brand new machine. That must be. I must be trying to bake things where you're supposed to be. You know, in the drives. Yeah. I mean, Sticking. You know. Have you been putting your bacon in your hard drives in, again? Yes, I have. <laughs> What's that grinding noise? Ah, it's bacon in my fan. <laughs> ah. Yeah, that's how I know when it's done, uh-huh. you know. Oh, yeah. When I stop hearing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but the machine went too. <laughs> oh, it did, yes. Oh. <laughs> well, Debbie's on a new machine. Just speaking of new machines, and how do you like this one? Just a general. I like it. Uh, I like it. Here. I think Good. It's, ju- it's actually behaving. I'm um, mm. almost, you know, like, wow, I almost, you know, began to think that it wasn't possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it it really is starting to act like new money. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. A new, good. very well-working Windows machine. So my question to you is, uh, do you like Windows 10 as well as you like bacon? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I tell you, even better, almost as much as I like bacon, I love my Mac. Oh. That's really You can that's put really You can put bacon and Mac together, you know. Yeah, Big Mac with bacon. <laughs> or or, or uh, mac and cheese and bacon. There you go. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I do love bacon in soups, uh, like like in, like black bean soup mm-hmm. or with black beans and rice or, um, uh, yeah, bacon I like it with beans. In mm. ch- I like chicken and rice with bacon. Yeah. Um, not soup, but uh, casserole. Um, hey, what is the difference in your mind? What is the difference between like potato soup and baked potato soup? Is there any difference? Yeah, I don't think there's a difference. Hmm. Um, I, I remember uh, the soup was great and we used uh, probably about maybe six or eight slices of bacon and cream mm. and uh, the potato oh. soup was just wonderful. But I, I, I think we did bake the potatoes if I remember right. Ah, no, I remember. Oh, okay, I remember how, how it was done. Um, we get these huge bags of, like, hash browns that come from diner. 
the diner. Oh, right, come from a diner. Right. And mm-hmm. we let them thaw, and we put those in the cream of potato soup, and that was delicious. Oh, man. That does sound really it good. It was delicious. Oh, here's another one before we run. A hash brown casserole with mm. cream of mushroom soup mm. and potato chips on the top and cheddar oh. cheese and the magic ingredient, Bacon. bacon. Oh, I love potato chips on top. Like I make a tuna casserole with potato potato chips on mm-hmm, top. Oh, mm-hmm. I I mean so I good. love potato chips and just about anything. But have you ever had chocolate potato chocolate covered potato? I chips? have always wanted to try them, but I never. Oh, have. they're wonderful. Are they? Some places in the mall have them. Mm. Oh, they're really decadent. Oh, that sounds mm. really good. <laughs> well, have we inspired you, ladies and gentlemen, yet? They're probably thinking, I thought Debbie ate healthy. <laughs> and they all know me for what I am. <laughs> the big <laughs> Big eating bacon and cream. And, and, you know, truth is we don't do that very often because um, we can't afford to. Uh, what, eating bacon? <laughs> well, eating cream and bacon and all that oh, kind of stuff yeah, all the all time. Oh, yeah, all cream so. and all that. No, I don't do that so much anymore. No, I don't um, either. I know. will make my quiche on one of these shows. But, oh, man, that is uh, some people i know uh shannon shannon reese and uh jason castingway have had my quiche and they just go they just went gaga mm-hmm. loving it mm-hmm. oh. so i will make that one day it sounds really good and mm-hmm. you're gonna give your secret ingredient i to- am oh my i am there is a secret ingredient so you and- just Keep listening to the show. You can just wonder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can just drool. <laughs> and speaking <No>. of what... <laughs> that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> speaking of uh, <clears throat> continuing shows, what about next week? Oh, what about next week? Hmm. I have I an d- idea. Okay, good. <laughs> of, course, of course I do. <clears throat> Let's talk about soups. I was thinking that. I wasn't sure if it was premature. Oh, of course we it is. ready for that. No, we're coming into Halloween. And, Halloween? Oh, you know, that sounds scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, the more the fall, wintry type okay. months. So we can talk about soups <clears throat> and We can talk about stews. soups and stews. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Soups and stews. Now it's time for sound bite, bite, bite. Yeah. <laughs> bite, bite, bite. Something that came up today. I was cooking scrambled eggs, and I was I was cooking them, and I was getting the bacon done, and I was making bulletproof coffee. And when the eggs were done, I didn't want them to keep cooking, even though I had turned the stove off. So I gave them one more mix around in the pan with the fork and then i slid them off the burner were they still in the pan yeah (laughs) but i moved the pan to the nut to another burner where it wasn't going to continue cooking and i thought well maybe that's something that's something uh (laughs) (laughs) no it is i do this all the time and this is kind of a double jointed sound bite 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 when uh you want something to not cook anymore, slide it to another burner. Right. That's or, what I was yeah. meaning. And you can also, if you if don't have enough room, just slide it onto a countertop that has like a, mm-hmm. a, a trivet. Right. 
a trivet or, um, you know, if you want to put it on top of a cutting board, um, you know, mm-hmm. something. But if you know that having it sit for just a few minutes, a lot of times food needs to rest before we get into it anyway. And if it's if it's not going to be long, it can just sit there while you're getting the last, you know, few things together. Mm-hmm. And that way it won't continue cooking because mm-hmm. if it continues cooking, it may dry out or it may get hard on the bottom or any number of things. And it may continue cooking even though it's turned off. I'll let you in a little secret. I have to rest after I eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not only does food have to rest, but so do I. <laughs> Gee, Especially that's after a so big... the turkeys, the turkeys <laughs> after they come out of the oven, they have to rest. And are you saying that you're a bit similar? Um, yeah, after I eat a turkey dinner, I have to rest too. <sighs> okay, we could... won't call you a turkey. <laughs> no, you almost did. <laughs> Guess what I'm going to make you say next? Did we get into November? Oh, holiday recipes. Mm. Mm-hmm. That is my favorite meal. Same here. Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, and of course, in our Thanksgiving dinners, we we have our, the magic ingredient bacon. We we don't forget oh. that. You know what? My mother used to put strips of bacon on top of the turkey when it was in the oven. Really? Yes, because the bacon <laughs> drippings would add. You know, they would add to the turkey drippings. You know, and the flavor. Oh, and then after. Uh, after a while, after the turkey was in the oven, we would go and eat the bacon off of it, you know. How much would she cover that turkey with bacon? How much? How many strips of bacon would you say? Oh, Did she wrap gosh. it in there? Or? Maybe, uh, you know, maybe four or six, depending on the size of the turkey. Wow. Oh, man, yeah. And that that would taste really good, and then the, the bacon would taste really good. Sometimes she would cover it with with a little bit of flour and salt and pepper, and then she would still put a bacon over the top of it. Mm, that sounds good. Yeah. Well, on up-and-coming up and shows and the holiday shows, I'll show you how to make a ham that you will cook for probably the rest of your life. It's so good. Oh, wow. So oh, I can okay. hardly wait for Oh, I, yeah. Holiday. We'll share our, our, our dressing or stuffing recipes, and I'm sure we both have different ones oh yes and and all those wonderful trimmings oh so good oh i can't wait i know next week soups stews yeah and not too long after we'll get into the holiday stuff yeah that sounds great what fun all right see you later everybody and hope you enjoyed show number 10 10. happy (laughs) bacon and happy bacon that's right We are very happy to bring you this announcement. The Hazelnut Podcast is now Apple Approved. What does Apple Approved mean? Well, it means that you now can point your favorite aggregator to search for Cooking with the Hazelnuts. Into the search box, just type in Cooking with the Hazelnuts, and we're right there for you to subscribe. Oh boy, we're cooking and we're nutty and we're just having a great time. And if you don't want to miss Cooking with the Hazelnuts, please subscribe. And thank you. Well, hey there. I thought I'd sneak in here while I had a chance because Randy's not in here right now and I can get away with it. So I had first made this recording and then I did something wrong. So I'm back.
and you didn't even know I was here the first time. So anyway, I wanted to say some more things about bacon. So I checked on that recipe about the bacon crackers and oh, they're so good. So you take club crackers, you put a slice of bacon on or at least enough bacon to cover the cracker and a teaspoon of brown sugar and then you put them in the oven at 270 for an hour. Mm. I tell you what, you take those to a party, you'll be the most popular person there. Oh, yeah. And I was looking at my 50 Shades of Bacon, 50 Shades of Bacon book. <laughs> and they described it as erotic. And then they said, no, it's really not. It's really only about cooking. But 50 Shades of Bacon. <laughs> and... I can't even pronounce the one of the author's last names and I don't know, but ooh, Megan, she's leaving the room. <laughs> she's probably running to tell on me. <laughs> so, um some of the recipes in there, like I said, they're bacon and chocolate chip cookies and bacon and all kinds of things. Um bacon and uh pizzas and bacon in uh, salads and soups and all kinds of things. But I saw some other books that Amazon recommended near that title. And one of them was 101 Bacon Recipes. And I mean, there are just tons out there for you bacon buffs, bacon freaks. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about pizza again, even though we did a show about pizza. And if Randy was in the room, he'd probably tell me. No, no, you can't talk about pizza. No, no, you can't talk about pizza. But she's going to do it anyway. When I get a pizza, other than the ones that I make, and you know, if I can get an all vegetable pizza, I do. However, when I get meat on my pizza, it's not usually the typical pepperoni and sausage deal. I have to confess, when I get meat on a pizza, I usually get... Bacon, 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 chewy, yummy, smoky bacon! And it could be only Canadian bacon, which is... Uh, um, it's hard to describe, but it's more like, um, it's almost more like ham, but it's sweeter. Um, but if I can get regular bacon, if the, if they have both, I opt for the bacon that we typically eat. But I get bacon and I get ground beef or steak when I can on a pizza. Like if I order from dare I say, Papa John's or a place like that, that's what I, I would get. I'll get bacon and ground beef and I'll get mushrooms and um, either like bell peppers or the people that I live with don't eat a lot of onions. But if I get my way, I get onions, mushrooms, bell peppers, bacon and ground beef. 
that's what I get if I get five toppings. And if I can get their garlic sauce or if I can, or I'll make a garlic butter and I'll, or if I can get goat cheese, I'll do all of it. <laughs> I will do all of those. Um, I have gotten to love garlic sauce or garlic butter on a pizza. How did we get over here <laughs> from bacon? But yeah, yeah, definitely. I will put bacon on a pizza. And um, I used to have a Jewish friend who laughed at me because I would eat bacon on a bagel. <laughs> I guess they don't, I don't know. They don't eat pork or something. Some of them don't. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> well, I guess I'll give you back to Randy because he'll know what I've been up to. And um, it was fun to sneak in here. I hope you enjoy going from bacon to bacon. B-A-K-I-N apostrophe to B-A-C-O-N. We used to play a game, I was telling him earlier, we used to play a game as kids called Steal the Bacon. And there were two lines of kids, and the bacon was the eraser, and it was in the middle of the classroom, and there would be two lines of like 20 kids in each row. I remember I was number 17. And so there would be another line of kids directly across the room. These were sighted kids. And so the each group, each ones would have their turn. Like, I remember both 17s would go and both, you know, ones and both twos, both threes on through the whole group. And the idea was to steal the bacon. <laughs> sure somebody was somebody was probably helping me and and then they would have to put the eraser back in the room back in the middle of the room i guess <laughs> it's funny anyway okay back to randy i caught you sneaking around the bacon aisles i knew you were there all the time in fact i snuck in a few words myself only she doesn't know she she knows now if she's even listening to the show is she listening i don't know i hope she's eating bacon before we let you go, we thought you might like to hear something that ended up on the cutting room floor. We can't put everything into the show. Sometimes things slip by and we think they're so funny. Here's an instance with one that I think you guys will get a big kick out of. Here's one of our outtakes. You know what? My mother used to put strips of bacon on top of the turkey when it was in the oven. Really? Yes. And how <laughs> <laughs> I see. It really was. <laughs> well, who says we don't give animals equal rights, right? Well, I hope you've enjoyed show number 10. Next week, soups and stews. We'll see you right back here on the Hazelnuts dog on it. <clears throat> Bye. See you next week. Haley, here. Here's a milk bone. Here, girl. Get this milk bone. <laughs>